Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 114. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and Dibber. Conclude the arc of the lovable losers with a sneaky trick deck. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. Back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back to conclude the arc of the lovable loser. We're going to give away our super sweet Alesha Who Smiles at Artifacts deck. And we're going to talk about a deck that you'll never see coming in a million years in spite of the, as you say, linear nature of the color combination it is in. Yeah, until you play the deck like once or twice and then you'll always see it coming. That's the necessity of the super sneak attack deck. Remember we built that Tatiova one that won with that Primal Surge? Yes. And it's like, once you've seen it, it's super funny, but then you've done it, now you've done it, and it's not as funny anymore. Yeah, that's how my um, Volrath the Fallen deck is. I'm taking it apart. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't say it's a good one, but it's it's fun to play with because it's like kind of downgraded and casual. Yes. Sometimes you like those. You like those games sometimes. It's important to have those. You can't. You know be... what? Maybe you convinced me to keep it together. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> be like. There's a certain level where it's like, what level are we gonna play today? You gotta have one that's down there. I suppose. Like I'm. I have my piece of crap deck that I still haven't looked at all of the cards out of. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you, you know why it's bad? And this is this is. I don't know. Maybe this is just me trying to be elitist when I'm not or can't afford to be. Um, it, the mana's not very good, and it's monocolored. Like, oh, how bad am I at magic? <laughs> how it, can the colors? And it's black. Yeah, it doesn't have a. It doesn't have. Um, it doesn't have an Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth in it. Maybe you don't have an extra one. And I, I does it have a Cabal Coffers in it? Who cares? I'm pretty sure I do. Well, so what if you don't? I don't know. It's fine. It's a trick deck, though. It's like this today's deck. I mean, it, it, it's it got some value, and you play it a couple times when you have a brewing bug and you want to build something fun, but then you take it apart. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Oh. I, like, run my decks into the ground until I hate them, and I take them apart. And then apart. you burn them. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We were just saying before the show, um, I'm rebuilding last week's Eric Smithy's deck. Neat. I've never rebuilt a deck before. That's exciting. What are you uh, are you gonna do it like it was when you had it? Or are you gonna do it the way that I built it? Maybe a combination. Yeah, I like that combination. And I think probably maybe that means like Edric's by Master Tress has to come come apart. I'm okay with that. And the deck's terrible. And by terrible, I mean I hate playing against it. Ah, uh, yeah, because the deck's very good. Yeah, the deck is very good. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe that means it'll eventually just work its way to being Edric again. Like you know when we roll out to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's all a thing. We didn't say who we're doing today, and then we started talking about other stuff. That's how we do stuff. There's a whole other thing that I'm gonna do, we're gonna talk about before we get into it. Should we read who we're doing first, though? Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, let me find him. I think it's a her. Her. This is super secretly. I forgot what list we were doing before we came into the show today, so this is all news to me too. Uh, Palladium Moors the Ruiner. Yeah, I thought that this was gonna be like a real thing. Then it only got like 35 lists on EDHREC.com. Okay, let's, let's see why. Sure. She's a 6-6 six, six for Naya and 3. That's red, green, white. She has Flying Vigilance, Trample, and... Wait a second. What? This is like a 6-6 six, six with 3 relevant attacking abilities for 6? And Sweet Art. Yeah. And I think she's Nicol Bolas' sister or something. Well, yeah, but she's not going to be as good as Nick Bolas because Nick Bolas... No, but he's bad. Well, yeah, but he's Maybe she's good. As, good. He's good as a creature, though. None of these elder dragons are good, are they? They're all bad. I think they were all villains. 
oh, villains. Yeah. I was like, they're all good. <laughs> Have you seen Vivictus as Marty the Dyer? He, like, warps games. Yeah, but some of them are real bad. Have you seen Chromium? Is he bad? Of course he's bad. You want me to look him up? No. Okay. Cause he's, I don't think that that's something we should Google. Yeah, he's catastrophic, <laughs> that guy. What else does Palladium Wars do? She also has hexproof if it hasn't dealt damage yet. Oh. Like this turn? No. Just like hexproof until it's dealt damage. And then it hurts somebody, and then it's just a 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, and then, then her nuts are just to the wind. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just... That's why she only has a f- less than 100 lists, Ryan. I, you know, you know she, she's very, um, she doesn't do anything. She's just a flying vidge tramp. I can't call her a tramp. She's. You can call her whatever you want. She's, she's not going to get offended. She's fine. She's tough. For vidge lamp? I don't know. She got Fli- flying. Flidgelamp. That's what flig-a-lamp? we call her. She's flig-a-lamp. a flidgelamp. 6'6". Like, that's, is that just not good enough? That makes me mad. That makes me mad. That hurts me. That that's not good enough anymore. You know what the 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 primeval dragons from invasion are rolling over in their damn graves because they all costed like Six. green green red red blue blue four and they had an upkeep of red green blue and you're, they just flew and attacked. That's all you're making all of that up. I didn't make any of that. <laughs> it makes me mad. Palladium Moors maybe just like time passed her by. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it is what it is, but... Let's look at the original Palladium Wars just for argument's sake. Green, green, red, red, white, white, two. Flying trample during your upkeep. Pay white, red, green, or sacrifice her. At least the she's... old primeval dragons were shit, Ryan. No, that's still an elder dragon. Get your get your dragon <laughs> subspe- Get your dragon phylums straight. I'm not a biologist, and we're not a biology podcast. No, we are not. We are talk about something different podcast. What were you going to say? Okay. Um. So during our social media coordinates, which we'll get to in a second, I always say that we're CCO podcast and CCO Brando on Tapped Out and Twitter. And it occurred to me that for the last few weeks, I've been lying because there isn't a CCO Brando on Tapped Out. <laughs> this does that. I feel like that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I, I, I feel, feel like people knew. I, I felt kind of bad about it, so I actually went out and I made a CCO Brando page on Tapped Out. <laughs> oh, very excellent. And I put all my decks on it. And in the course of doing that, I've been kind of like inventorying my decks in case something happens to one of them. Uh-huh. So it's it's for a, a good cause as well as I've been kind of justifying all the work I put into it. And something about it has made me mildly uncomfortable. And this is for everybody out there, all the members of CCO Nation and you. Does it make you uncomfortable knowing that the deck that you're leaving in your backpack... No, here we go. And the one that... Not even the one you're playing, but just the one that's just laying in your bag. Yeah. It's worth $2,200. And it's not one that you've worked hard on. It's not one that's all foiled and pimped out. It's not your pristine... It's just one that you have with cards that you've collected over the years, and it's worth $2,000. Canadians, that's like five, guess, bucks. That's like five bucks American, so you guys probably wouldn't care about it, but for us, that's a lot of money. And it made me a little uncomfortable. I went to Tuesday Night Magic with my my little suitcase full of decks that's worth like 10 grand, <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Like I kind of feel uncomfortable. What if somebody spills beer on it? What if I... That's why you double sleeve. Right? Like the same reason that you don't want to be a dad. You double sleeve, dude. <laughs> it's, 
But like, does is that ever does that ever cross your mind? Is that a thing that ever you ever think about? Like this this pile of cards I'm playing with, I'm just playing with them with all these people I don't know. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's a real thing. And I mean, a I mean the double sleeve thing was a joke, but it's actually real, right? Like you do want to protect them. That is the first line of the first line of defense is don't let people touch them. They have like I mean, and that's why it's polite to ask. Hey, can I see that? Right? Um, you say yeah or no, or just read it to the guy person. Uh, double sleeve. You put them in hard deck boxes. Um, you hook your your backpack strap over like under the leg of your chair. Uh, you carry them in a hard case instead of like my flimsy Denver Broncos like poncho backpack that my mom <laughs> got on a knockoff store in Mexico. Yeah. People people who've been to events with me know the exact bag I'm talking about. It's sitting right beside me. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah, that's a real thing. It, it it never even occurred to me before. You know, and I knew that cards are worth lots of money. I know that my collection is, you know, it's not the top tier, but it's okay. It's and it just, holy shit, like this deck is worth so much goddamn money. Yeah. And it it makes me a little uncomfortable. What's it, uh what's the worst fear the worst fear what is what is how does the saying go? It uh my worst fear is when I die, my wife sells my magic cards for what I told her I paid for them. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it you know what deck is not worth two thousand dollars? Which one? Today's. Ooh, nice segue. I yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what we got to do, though? We got to do uh, quick social media coordinates. You already said Twitter and tapped How about uh, then we do some shout outs? Okay. So we already told you Twitter and tapped That's CCO podcast, CCO Brando. We're also Commander Cookout at gmail.com. That's your consent us love mail, hate mail, show suggestions, your deck list for next week's beginning arc of the audience, the revenge. Oh, oh, hold on. I got one. Um, Just so I remember to say it because I've been getting like blown up. For our patrons who want to link to the Discord, this is important. You got to go into settings on Patreon, link your Discord to your Patreon account, and then you should get an automatic invite, and then boom, it's done. Everything's set up for you. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. The joys of modern technology. Yeah. I don't even get it. I just send smoke signals, and then words appear on the Then Evan shows me. up, and he's like, oh, here, your phone's fixed. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Uh, we, you can also find us anywhere your better podcasts are found. That's your iTunes, your Google Play, your Google Machine, your Podbean, your Podomatics, all those places. You can also check us out on Flipside Gaming. That's where you can use special CCO promo code CCOFU to get 10% off your entire order store-wide. You can also find us, as Ryan has mentioned, on Patreon, on YouTube, on Facebook, all those places. Or... If I missed any of that or I messed it up because it's Wednesday and I'm not used to doing this on Wednesday nights, you can find us on the official, official home of Commander Cookout on the entire internet, commandercookout.com. Yeah, that was not quick. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, well, you were talking, I was talking, I know. everybody's talking. That's all good. I'm watching Alberta election results in the next studio. I wasn't even listening. <laughs> I don't even care about politics. You know what? We aren't a political podcast. I can't even say the word right because it's Wednesday, like yeah, you said, right? Thank goodness. Everybody would just... Can you imagine the oh. Ryan and Brando politics show? You know who would listen and just blow up our phones so hard? God damn F you, Jesse. Oh, probably. Yeah, he you, follows it pretty close. Eh? You, know what that sh- you know what that show would be? Whoa. I would say, here's what happened. And then you would say... I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, That's actually what I was going to say. And then you'd say... See you well, next here's week. Here's something else that happened. i go... So, and that would be the, see you next time. So, idiot, (laughs) shut up. Yeah, and that's just how it Hit our theme song. (laughs) Sweet. Um, Shout outs. Shout outs. 
Okay, okay, I got this. I think you got this. Okay. Drew Mitchell. Drew Mitchell. Shout out to Drew Mitchell. You were going to make an underwear joke. Did we make an underwear joke? That's what you did last time we had somebody with Mitch in their name. Like Gitch? Yes, but that was the last guy's name. Gotch? I'll take it'll be, it. It'll be Gitch and Gotch, like uh, Deech and Dooch. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually good. Yeah. Because um, Deech and Dooch, they they like their nicknames lots as far as I'm aware. So I'm Gitch sure and that Gitch and Gotch love their nicknames too. I, I hope so because they're good ones. Drew Gotch. Oh. Yeah. I'm down with this. Okay. Caleb LaRocca. Caleb LaRocca. On the, on the pre-show, you thought that we did him last week. I did. It just sounds really familiar. I'm pretty sure that we didn't. But if we didn't, here's the Ricky Martin joke for you, and I, I can't think of a Ricky Martin joke. Mm, something about like L- Caleb du- LaRocca, LaVita LaRocca? Caleb LaVita Loca? Got it. There it is. Okay. I like that. Yep. Caleb LaVita Loca. I actually like that. That's actually not too bad, yeah. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Okay, Zach Steele. Shout out to Zach Steele. Zach? Is that his real name? That's his name. Holy wow. You know, I, I wrestle with a guy who's called Dice Steele, and I always thought that kind of sounded like a, a bad stripper name. Yep. But uh, it's a pretty good wrestler name. So I don't know. Like, does this guy need a? Maybe, um, we could, maybe you could just send him an altar with like a little luchador mask painted on a guy. I actually don't have know. his altar done yet. You know what we haven't said for a while? Um, Easter sign-up altars for patrons. That's I guess that ends this week. <laughs> well, still there's time. Well, it's still April. But uh, it's I got April a, for two I got more a bunch weeks. of like uh, cards and tokens and stuff with Kezerdricks and Vizerdricks, like those zombie rabbit things, yeah. like shitting out Easter eggs. <laughs> Somebody's gonna receive them in the mail. <laughs> and they're gonna like them. Um, final shout out. Oh, Zach Steele, uh, Luchador Zach. I dig it. I just made that up. I actually like that. Luchador Zach. Sweet. Yep. Uh, Josh Caramile? Caramile? Carmelli? Zach Chamomile. Chamomile. Chamomile tea. Yeah. Zach Chamomile tea. We always wave our arms. like We do. We do. Someday if we ever do this on video, you'll see us like, I do the double arm wave like it's a rainbow, and Ryan does it like he's looking into the future. Like I'm reading a billboard. That too. Sure. And he's revealing slowly the letters in reverse alphabetical order because he can just read from the back into the front. He's dyslexic really hard like that. Yes. That might just be me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, either way, big shout out to all of the patrons. You guys make it possible. We uh, we super appreciate it. Yeah. And the Discord is bumping. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Thank you all for your, your support. Whether you, su- whether you support us financially uh, or not, we really do appreciate all the support from everybody out there. Um, you make us be able to do this, and that's great. Yeah, very much so. Last yeah. thing before we go on to the deck list. Okay. Set review tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to tell them or should I? I'll, I'll tell them real quick. Okay. So with Easter recording schedule and editing schedule for Brando, we actually recorded the War of the Spark set review last week. Ooh. The day of... We went and recorded like a whole ton of open flippy videos and got drunk doing it. And you'll see those in the next couple of weeks. Those are great. Yeah. We recorded that and Brandon was like, yeah, we missed Ugin. He's not spoiled yet. We missed the rest of the finale cycle. We missed a whole bunch of other sweet stuff. What gets spoiled that day? A finale card, an Ugin card, a new decimate. <laughs> it's like, oh, we missed all those things. We missed everything cool. But everybody else is talking about those. And I think that with the exclusion of some of those like big heavy hitting cards that even i am rock hard over we got to pick on some things that were a little we even talked about the basic land 
Yeah. So I think there's lots to lots to see there, and there's lots of stuff that maybe not everybody else is excited about that we are. Yeah, and that's um, pretty cool. You can, I guess, you can peep it tomorrow after this show. Yes, sir. Very much so. Now, should we do a deck? I guess. Palladium ore. So palladium ores. We got a six six vigilample or whatever you called her for six. Vigilample. Yeah, that has hexproof until she beats in. And then she doesn't have hexproof no more. So we've got a couple options. We we can beat in and then have a dude. Or we can not beat in and just have something with hexproof. Yeah, and like, I don't know, maybe maybe we just get into it and we can start to identify some of the themes that we put together here. Deal. You're probably going to recognize a theme like, as soon as we read the first card. <laughs> oh, well, hell with that then. Let's read the last card first. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, screw it. We do what we want. This is Wednesday. We'll run our show how we like to run our show, and we're going to start that at the bottom. doesn't actually matter because they have the same ability. Damn it. Well, whatever. We're going to start with Sublime Archangel anyway. Boom. She got exalted, and all your other creatures have exalted. We probably oh. should have started at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever a creature you control attacks alone, it gets plus one, plus one. For each other creature that you have that has exalted. For each other thing you have that has exalted. Oh, there are, yeah. There are lands yeah. and enchantments with exalted. It's, it's a thing. That's right. Okay, so um, we're playing a creature with exalted. Maybe we have more. Is exalted a stackable thing? Can yes. you have exalted, exalted? Yes, yes. That's important. Yes. Okay, next creature. So, Sit. so yeah, okay, so Sublime Archangel gives all your creatures exalted. And if they have exalted, then they have exalted too. Much mm-hmm. like... Flanking two or rampage two, right? Sure. Okay. All right. How about those sit? aren't abilities anymore, FYI. <laughs> well, they're not, but they're the only ones that had numbers after them. Sigiled paladin. That's white, white for a two-two first strike with exalted. Sigiled paladin. That's a six-drop five-four with exalted. Rocks charger. Three-three trampler for four with exalted. Rocks bodyguard. Wow, I got lots of exalteds in there. Hey. Yeah. Five drop, two, three exalted. When you play it, you gain three life. Kasali Pride Mage. This one's a real card. Yeah, this is a real ass this card. This is a real ass card. Uh, white, green, two, two, exalted. Pay one, sack it, destroy target artifact or enchantment. It's just good. I so like automatically, what, what do we got there? We got how many cards have we read? Six. One, six. They all have exalted. So if I have all of those and Palladia attacks... Um, including the Sublime Archangel, she's going to get everything exalted again. Palladia is going to be... Is that one pump chump? No, it's 18. 18, yeah. That's lots. I was counting. You just knew it was 18. I'm good. I was mathing. You were counting. I was mathing. Whoa. Yeah. You can math in your head and stuff? Sometimes. Wow. Sometimes. I grew up in that era. You, you know, here's the thing. One pump chump, even if it's two pump, even if it's just 18 damage... That could be one pump if somebody's at less than 18 life. Yeah, you could be hitting them with other stuff, or somebody else could be hitting them. That's the Voltron way. Yeah, so, okay, it's it's a little bit Voltron-y. Let's, uh, let's get through all the Exalteds, just so we know how many there are, I guess. We have Knight of Glory. Two drop, two one, Exalted. Guardians of Akrasa? Sure. I don't know. It's an 0-4 Defender with Exalted. Court Archers? 1-3 Reach Exalted? Battle Grace Angel. 4-4 four, four, Flying Exalted, and does something else. What does it What does it do? Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, it gains lifelink. Ooh, I like that one. That's a good one. I like that one. 
Avon Squire. That's a 1 1 Flyer Exalted. And the last one is Akrasan Squire. I think it's Akrasan. Akrasan? I don't know. Sure. It's a 1 1 Exalted for one. It's like Baby Exalted. That's fine. That's fine. I think that um, if we have like 15 or 16, however many Exalteds there are, and you just like attack with some of them, you're going to have like a one or two hit Pallades Moors. That's pretty good. That's fine. Okay, let's see what else we got. We got. And, a- and you know what? If you don't, sorry, if you don't have your Pallades Moors, Palladium Moors, you just like attack with something else and do 16. Yeah, something else can get big too. It doesn't yeah. have to be your, your, your general. That's fine. How about Angrath's Marauders? Ooh, this one costs seven. Arr. This is not good. But you know what? This is CCO Nation. We play cards that are not good. It's a pirate has rad art on it. Let's just, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, you're right. It's good. Four, four for seven. Uh, oh, yeah. If a source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that much damage instead. That's why it costs seven instead of four. Yeah. So if I'm just attacking with Palladium Moors by herself, I pay seven and deal 12 damage instead of six. So we got a. What, like an 18-18 Palladomors? After all the Exalted triggers, combat's over. You've only done 18, nobody's dead. Just kidding. What if we're playing Brian Stoutarms? Yeah, you could fling her. Because here's the thing. So you attack with Palladia, and then she loses Hexproof. And then somebody's like, uh, you attacked and dealt damage, I'm going to kill it. And you're going to be like, uh, I'm going to fling it at you, Brian Stoutarm. Ah! <laughs> and, he, and he has lifelink, and he deals the damage. So then we just gain 18. That's pretty cool. I don't mind that. I like that. Okay, we've also got uh, Dragon Lord's Servant. And Dragon Speaker Shaman. Correct. They make dragons cost less. If we're flinging Palladia, she's going to need to be cast again, so we need to reduce her. They, uh, they're two or three mana. They just make your dragons cost one or two less. I dig it. How about Drum Hunter? Drum Hunter. He's a four drop. 2-2 two, two that taps for a colorless mana, but at the end of your turn, if you control a creature with five or more power, you get to draw a card. Underrated. That's what that is. I, th- I think so, but it costs four. It's EDH. If you're playing it in a kind of game where you're going to play a deck like this, you can play a 2-2 two, two for four. Yeah, may- maybe it. maybe my commander costs six, and if I have like acceleration like on turn two or three, or, or one and two, I'm going to be able to play that on turn two maybe. And it's end step. We're playing a bunch of exalted stuff. You could just attack with something, turn it into a 4-4 and draw a card at the end of your turn. A 5-5. Five, 5-5. Five. Five, five, that too. And I was actually going to say that too is like, well, with exalted, I just need to like attack with a 4-4 four, four, and, it, and it becomes a 5-5 five, five to its own exalted and then I just draw a card. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. How about Gisela Blade of Gold Knight? Oh baby, this is another damage doubler, this time of the eight mana variety. <laughs> but uh, Flying and First Strike 5-5 five, five Angel doubles all of my damage, and when I get hit with something, halves that damage. And it doesn't just double all of your damage, it doubles damage dealt to your opponents. Yeah. So it encourages them to attack each other and not you. It encourages them to kill Gisela, because yeah. usually when you cast her, you're going to win. Yeah. She's she's really, she's the power level of that card is high. That's why she costs eight. Yes. Because when you play eight, you usually are about to win the game. Yeah, that's that's a that's a CCOism. Yes, it is. Did we hit all the creature already? We, we sure did. Wow. That's all the creatures. That's some instants. We're boogieing. You want to do these ones backwards? You want to do these ones the regular way? I will do whatever way they are into today. Okay. Berserk. Berserk starts with a B. It means we're going forwards. Green, instant. 
you can only cast Berserk before combat damage step. So you can't use it as a kill spell. I'll tell you what I mean in a second. Target creature gains trample and plus X plus zero where X is its power. At the beginning of the next end step, it dies. Yeah. So like end, your end step, I Berserk your guy, then it dies. I can't do that. That's so you, right. You can't use Berserk as a removal spell. You have to do it sometime during the beginning of their turn up and until combat damage is dealt. Yeah, you know what's funny though is like you go, you go, main phase one, drop your commander, I go, and it doesn't have haste, and I Berserk. go, Berserk, <laughs> and it just <laughs> dies. <laughs> it's so good. Anyways, you double Palladius power after the Exalted triggers, and um, then it just like kills you. <laughs> <laughs> or you Berserk and then fling it. That also could probably kill you. Berserk it kills somebody, fling it kills somebody else. Yeah, it's going to die anyways. That's how you do it. And and it's going to lose Hexproof once it deals its damage, so you don't care if Berserk kills it and you don't care if Fling kills it. That's right. Okay. I like this one lots. How about Desperate Gamble? Or yeah. Desperate Gambit, I'm sorry. Yeah, how about how about double your damage for one mana? But you got to flip a coin. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, red, instant, flip a coin. If you win, double the damage that target creature deals. If you lose, it deals nothing. That's awesome. And usually it's a downside to deal no damage, but you know what? Sure, it cost me a card and a red, but I mean, I'm going to have surplus man in this deck. And your dude's still going to have hexproof. And my dude's still going to have hex. My dudette. Dudette, right. I, I think. Is still going to have hexproof. Neat. Yeah, I'm not so I'm not so low on that. I don't. Yeah, I like it. It's fine. Okay, that, we've that, talked that dude. That dude on it's muscly. Oh, he's super, and he's like got Gerard. He's all like, "Can you give me my little wimpy yeah. sword and my oh, ripped up pirate ship?" Um, this guy's like, "I'm super jacked. I have abs. My armpits have abs. Urgh, I work all the time. I don't have any problems. I live in New York." That's what the guy says. No, he probably lives in Fort McMurray, Alberta. <laughs> um, except he'd have major problems if he lived there. <laughs> That's Maraxis of Keld. I think is that guy's name. I think. Neat. And there is a card that we talked about one time on like a CCO supplemental series on YouTube that is uh, Debt of Loyalty. So when you look up Desperate Gambit and then you look up Debt of Loyalty, that dude in the background of Desperate Gambit, Gerard is loyal to him because that dude like stabbed Maraxis in the back. Those two cards go together. They tell a story. Oh, neat. Yeah, there you go. I like that kind of stuff. We've talked about it already. It's fling. And I think we're playing thud as well, which is like three mana sorcery speed fling. We'll find that out in a minute. Yeah. As an additional cost, you sacrifice your creature. That's your our, our shroud mander. And the uh, fling deals damage to target creature or player equal to the command uh, commander's power. Yeah, they sacrifice creature's power. Yeah. Very good. How about Naya Charm? It's a little trick here. This is... um. White, green, red, choose one. It deals three damage to a creature. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. So maybe you pick your commander after you fling it. Could be. Yeah. Save some mana. Or tap all creatures target player controls. That's also pretty good. Yeah. I'm just going to exalted my guy up to more than 20 power and then tap all your guys. Die. Eat shit. That's how it works. How about onward to victory? Yeah. That's onward, and then you turn it sideways in the graveyard because it's a split card that makes goddamn sense. An aftermath and card. Then it's victory in your graveyard. Yes. Victory has aftermath. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's red, two. Target creature gets plus X, plus zero until end of turn where X is its power. Double its power. Yes. And then victory, you can only cast from your graveyard because it has aftermath. White, two. Target creature gains 
double strike until end of turn. That's like quadrupling its power. That's very You double good. it, then double it again? Yeah. Just a naked-ass Palladia gets to be a 12-6 and then hits for double strike. So that's 24. 24. Now, the only the only catch there is it hits with first strike damage, then loses hexproof. Uh. So you got to be careful. You got to know that you have an opening. But that's a one-card kill condition with your commander right there i like that lots we're gonna skip this next one because i like it lots we'll come back to it in a second we're gonna sure. we're gonna talk about soul's fire real quick two mana instant double a creature's power sorry target creature you control in play <laughs> deals damage equal to its power to target creature or player like that okay this i just like this card plow through rato <laughs> yeah plow through instant White one, and it's got this stupid ass ability called sweep that is terrible. It's pretty bad. So to sweep is to return any number of land cards you control to their owner's hand of a given type. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that makes that's it, a, that's important. It makes it worse. So <laughs> let's not go thinking this is just some great card you're gonna all in and you win get to, with. You get to choose with sweep, right? No. It's, it depends on the color of the card. No, 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 but you can return any number. Yes. Okay, yeah. so I could, like, sweep one land. Yeah, or you could sweep ten land. It's Yeah. I could see this maybe in, like, a landfall deck or something. Whatever. What does it do? Sweep. Uh, plow through Rado. <clears throat> return any number of planes cards you control to their owner's hands. Target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn for each planes you return this way. Uh, okay, so I got, like, six planes, and I just make Palladia, like, a 12-6. It's pretty good. Sorry, 12-12. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, I don't hate it. I put it in the deck. I, I don't hate it. We're playing yeah, lots of planes. <laughs> if you're going to play it, you shouldn't hate it. Yes. It's important. All right, shall we talk about some sorceries? Yes. Okay, we're going to lump all of the ramp together, then we'll talk about the rest. Sure. So we've got Cultivate, Rampant Growth, and that's it. Oh, yeah. That's there's only it. two. Yeah, there's lots of Artifact Ramp. Okay. But uh, we got Day of Judgment and Winds of Wrath and Wrath of God. All sweepers. All sweepers. You know what? Winds of Wrath destroys all non-enchanted creatures. Maybe that will come into play later. We got some enchants. We might. Yeah. And then we got a Vandal Blast, destroy an artifact, destroy all the artifacts. Yeah, that's a, I'm going to call that a sweeper too. And we got Soul's Might. And th- that's the one that doubles a creature's power with um, plus one, plus one counters. Super good. Yeah. And then we've got Soul's Majesty. Draw cards equal to enchant or target creature's power. And the last one is Insult to Injury, another Aftermath card. It's not quite the last one. Oh, right. <laughs> How did I forget that one? But yeah. Continue. Insult to Injury is um, costs red too. Damage can't be prevented this turn. If a source we control would deal damage, it deals double that damage. That's cool. Yeah. What and, else does it do? And then Injury is the Aftermath version. It deals like two damage to something i don't care i don't care about that word two damage to a creature two damage to a player so it's like four and four if you cast it on the same turn but we probably won't we'll probably just use it as like a weird removal spell after because we want the insult right yeah just by the by um i didn't know that there was this many of that effect but damage doublers on like creatures enchantments or like we just saw on sorceries seven of them wow there's seven in this deck there could be more well, there's probably more in life. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Last sorcery? Yes. Rishgar's Expertise. Six mana, draw cards equal to target creature's power, and then you can play a five drop for free. You probably play it in everything that's both green and has giant dudes. Which is everything that has green. Touche. Yeah, you just, like, I mean, only with just Palladia, 
you uh, draw six. And then play something for free. Yeah, or exalted and then uh, draw like 10 or 11 or however big your exalted guy is. Dig it. Yeah. Okay, let's do some enchantments. Sure. We have angelic benediction. That's an exalted enchantment. And um, whenever we attack with a creature alone, uh, we can tap target creature. Get their blocker out the way. Yes. Armored ascension. Yeah, there, there's armored ascension and there's a bram branch blanchwood armor. Blanchwood armor. They do the same thing. One gives plus one plus one for each planes and gives flying, and one is plus one plus one for each forest we control. Correct. That's we're playing lots of basics. They both are good. Yeah. Bear umbra. Both both are good in like a monocolor decks. I don't know yeah. if they're good in three color decks. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's we'll get to that. Sure. Bear umbra. Plus two plus two. And whenever a quip creature attacks, you untap all your lands. That's cool. And it's got totem oh, armor. Yeah, it's got totem armor. So when when we attack with Palladia and she loses Hexproof and somebody goes to kill her, Bear Umbra keeps her alive once. Yes, you you got to kill her twice. But it's like a shield around her, right? Yeah, then it's shaped like a bear and you sit inside it all cross-legged and you float through the forest while your bear does all the work for you. Sweet. That's what's happening on the card. How about Bitter Feud? Yeah, this was uh, this is a weird one. So... Enters the battlefield, you choose two players. It's funny, you don't target them. <laughs> if a source controlled by one of those players would deal damage to another one of those players, you double it. So that's a damage doubler. Wow. Like, I could choose, like, you and F.U. Jesse, and you guys just go at it like crazy. Just like in real life. Yeah, like, but- We don't this, even need that card. Yeah, but this time, like, it makes it better for me if that card exists. <laughs> or, I got Palladia, and you're, like, the only other guy left. I just choose me and you- and I slap you with Palladia for like 12, but instead you take 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that works. That'll do it. How about Curse of Bloodletting? That uh, makes the cursed player take double damage. We also have Dictate of the Twin, Dictaste of the Twin Gods and Furnace of Wrath. Yes. Five drop with Flash and four drop, respectively. They both deal double damage. Yes, they do. And I guess gratuitous violence is in there as well. That's a five drop that makes your creatures deal double combat damage. That's cool. Which is, again, just what we want, right? And it's deal damage. It's not combat damage. Oh, it's all damage? So if you have a goblin sharpshooter, he is better. He deals all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, how about Dragon Breath? Dragon Breath. You know, it's not very often I get to cast a Dragon Breath on an actual Dragon Commandy in these days, you know? Yeah, it's true. This it's, is, a, it's a pig that's breathing fire on the card that you picked. Because he's enchanted with dragon breath. Touche. Yeah, he's got all dragon scales and stuff. This was originally in Scourge, which was a dragon-focused set. Neat. Yeah, okay, so what does it do? It's an enchantment for red one. Enchant creature got haste. Uh, does Pladia have haste? No. No. Trample flying vidge. Correct. So we give her haste, cool. And fire breathing. That's neat. So if we have just lots of mana, that's also good. But what we really want it for is when a creature with converted mana cost six or greater enters the battlefield, we can take Dragon Breath from our graveyard and enchant that creature. I like that. So we just, like, if Palladia dies or we fling her, um, we can cast her again the next time and Dragon Breath just goes right back onto her and she gets haste. I dig that. This is an underplayed card in EDH. I agree. That's that's pretty cool. Because like everybody's like, oh, yeah, you get two for one when you get like whatever, right? Well, yeah, you're just going to get the enchantment back for free when you cast something big. There's a whole cycle of those. Uh, one gives vigilance and plus nothing plus something. The black one gives fear. The blue one gives flying. And the green one gives like plus three plus three and trample. Is that Rancor? 
No. No, that's a different. That's a different. That's Rancor. <laughs> yeah, Rancor. Uh, it's is like Rancor. called uh, Dragon Stomping Feet or something. And <laughs> one is Dragon Shadow, Dragon Wings, Dragon Fang, Dragon Scales is the white one, I think. Dragon Breath is the red one. You know what? You know what? It's not. It's not Duelist Heritage. This so card is. Card. This card is another cool one. Um, white two enchantment when one or more creatures attacks. You can have target attacking creature gain double strike until end of turn. Not just your guys again. You can use this to sneak damage in on other people's turns. Yes, like whenever a creature attacks. Yeah. So, sorry, whenever there's an instance of creatures attacking, you can just like pick one of them and give a double strike. Yeah, it's like, Ryan, give this goblin lackey double strike real quick. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you get like 100 extra goblins. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Like what if, what if I have like a dictate or like a furnace of wrath or something? So damage is all doubled, and then like I drop a duelist heritage. You give double strike. That's quadruple. Remember, because you're doubling, then doubling again. It's very good. Quadruple damage turns out like it makes games end pretty quick. Last three enchantments. We can lump them all together again. We have Utopia Sprawl, Urban Utopia, and Wild Growth. They all enchant a land, and it gives you extra mana or mana of any color in uh, one of their cases. The uh, Urban Utopia. Uh, enters the battlefield, draws a card, and then it just makes your land into an any color land. So it's, it's, not, cool. it's not really ramp, but it replaces itself. And when you're playing like lots of basics, it's probably fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not a bad card. Stock artifacts. Yeah. Do some more lumping for me here. We got we got lots of rocks here. Okay, we got Boros Signet, Coalition Relic, Commander Sphere, Dark Steel Ingot, Gilded Lotus, Grull Signet, Hedron Archive, Mindstone, Celestia Signet, and Sol Ring. Oh, and um, I don't know, like. I picked, of course, Commander Sphere and Hedron Archive and Mindstone because you can sack them to draw cards. I always think that that's really good. It's not bad. Maybe maybe lockets are fine. I know that you don't nah, like them. They're not good. They're terrible. What Do you like a locket in this case instead of Hedron Archive? No. No, because Hedron Archive taps for two. Uh, oh, yeah. Lockets tap for one, and they cost three. But yeah. both draw you two cards. This one draws you two cards for, for two. For two mana. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's just better. All right, but what do we have that isn't a mana rock? We have a Cauldron of Souls. Yeah. So this, we, we tap it and choose any number of creatures, and those creatures gain persist. So if they would die, they just come back with a minus one, minus one counter on them. So if Palladia dies because she loses Hexproof, or we fling her, she comes back as a 5-5, five, five, but guess what? She gets Hexproof again. Hey, because she actually leaves the battlefield. And you can save any of your 2-2 guys. Your drum hunter, you spent four on him. You want to save him. You can do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a good card. You know what I like? I like, um, you know, you're getting your exalted thing. You you get your palladium moors. Then you, like, maybe you late game, have lots of mana dorks and rocks, and you go, like, cauldron of souls, tap it, name all your creatures, wrath of God. That's pretty good. That's probably good. Yeah, I like to play that in uh, Hirobi. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really good. And other than that, for not rocks, we have a Mimic Vat. Ooh, yeah, because, again, is going to die. She's either going to get killed because somebody else doesn't want to die, or we're just going to fling her. So, yeah. 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 Anyways, no. what, what it does, when a creature dies, you exile the creature, and then you can put a token into the battlefield that's a copy of the creature for three, and at the end of the turn, that token is exiled. Only thing to remember that if you make a token of Palladia, does not count as commander damage. If you exile her, 
on the mimic vat and somebody destroys the mimic vat, where does she go? Does she stay in like weird limbo town or can you then move her back to the command zone so you can play her again? She would stay exiled. So this is a risky piece of business. Oh, yes, baby. Like if somebody's going to kill your mimic vat, you got to real quick kill something else and put it on the mimic vat instead. Yeah. 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 I like that all or nothing. All the, Is that the whole deck? I, I guess I'm not playing Thud. We're not playing Thud. We is, play thud. I, I'm thinking of the right card, right? Thud? Thud is sorcery for one red. Sack a dude, deals damage, equal to sacrifice creature's power to any target. Oh, yeah. I I, uh, I said it was a sorcery for three. It's a sorcery for just red. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's, it's a sorcery, so it costs less. Yeah. And it's like Fling 2. I should be playing it, but I'm not. Yeah, it's medium. It's fine. It's whatever. You're not playing it. It's whatever. Is there any land of note, or is that the whole deck? There's a Cathedral of War. It has Exalted. Lanoir Reborn puts a counter on something. Oh, you know what? Lanoir Reborn is actually good with your Cauldron of Souls. It's got Graft, right? So if you if you don't, when something enters the battlefield with Graft, it, you can move the counter on the thing with Graft to a creature when the creature enters the battlefield. Neat. You know what is not terrible is I got my Lanoir Reborn. I just leave the counter on it, and then Cauldron of Souls get my Palladia back, and then I move the counter onto Palladia. Take the minus one, minus one counter off. Yeah, so then yeah. I can Cauldron of Souls again. You know what Lanoir Reborn is going to be? This is a spoiler for tomorrow's deck preview show. Mm-hmm. Is that guy, whenever a land comes into play, you proliferate? You have a Lanoir Reborn, so you can just proliferate the graft counters on it. And all your guys get bigger when they come into play. Oh! Yeah, I'm sure everybody's thought of that, but in case you haven't, there's a little nugget for you. That's actually good. Th- that card, um, uh, wh- what the hell is it called? The Landfall Proliferate Druid thing from War? Oh, you're asking for card names. You're asking the wrong guy, man. That card is, like, actually good. Yeah, that card's going to blow shit up. If you have any of those, just, just, just play them. You're going you're gonna to see that it's good. You're going to like that one. <laughs> so, uh, like, I think we did, did we, we talked about how to play the deck. We're going to ramp a little bit. We're you're going to ramp. You're going to beat wholesale ass with a giant dude. Or a, or exalted things. I guess that's still with a you're giant gonna, dude. With a singular giant dude. Somebody's just going to eat bags of dicks with shit in the bottom. The dicks don't have shit. The bag does. They're equally as bad. I'm just going to move to strengths and weaknesses. Excellent. Strengths. Kills out of nowhere. Absolutely. It's like an RKO. Yep. Uh, Aggro commander. Can we say that? Flying trample vigilance? Absolutely. Yeah, that's aggro as F. Makes the game end. Yeah, sometimes you just want to end the game, play a new one. Yep. Then you just go mana du- or uh, damage doubler, damage doubler, and then like the d- double strike instant yeah. from my graveyard that I cast three turns ago. Yeah. Die. It's like octuple damage. You're dead. For sure you're dead, Aloro. <laughs> budget. It's super budget. Budget mana base, budget deck. What are we looking at? 118 American dollars, 400 Canadian dollars. That is actually more than I thought, but still not very much. That's not very much at all. Yes. Okay. Weaknesses. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, it's got the Voltron problem. Yeah, well, and you called it a trick deck in the intro. What we mean is like, yeah, people are gonna catch on to what you're doing, and they're gonna like, they're gonna find a way to beat it, right? Yeah, they're gonna get you. Like, we, I played in a game yesterday, I guess, on Tuesday, and we were playing with a, a guy, Exorus, who doesn't come by very often, but he was there, and he's, it's like, Chris, why aren't you playing creatures? And he's like, because every time, every turn, every turn. The board gets wiped. 
Because <laughs> like I was playing uh, Marchesa, which plays I think six Wraths, and Evan and Joel were both playing decks that are just like Wrath heavy. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Joel. It was Smitty, and he was playing Narset. So me and Evan were just Wrathing the board all day. Oh yeah, to keep that Narset dead. Yeah. So in a situation like that, a deck like this would really struggle. You know what's funny? I just thought of this. You these damage doublers. They're kind of like we talked about last week with stacks pieces. You cast one and it's like, okay, it puts everybody a little bit on edge. Like, what's going on here? You cast like any more than one and people know that your deck is built to take advantage of a damage doubler. They're just going to kill you, they're right? They're just going to bolt your face. They're just going to kill you. They're going to be like, yeah. wait, is damage double to everybody? And you're like, uh-huh. Die? Yeah. <laughs> welcome, Idiot? Yeah, welcome to Goblin Town, fool. Yeah. This is welcome great. Welcome to CCO Nation. <laughs> Dummy. Um, last weakness, and this is going to go right into our uh, potential cuts or whatever, is the when you look at the you know the pie graph that it gives you of how much red pips you have versus red mana producers you have, yep. we are way not playing enough red for how many like hard three reds in casting costs there are. Well, that could be easily remedied. That's not hard to remedy. It could be remedied, but I'm playing those crappy enchantments that give you plus one, plus one for each forest or plains you control. You know what you could play to better that? Prismatic Omen. That is an enchantment that makes all my lands into all basic land types. It's green one. All of your lands are all types of land. Therefore, they tap for any color, and they count as forests and plains and mountains. They're very good with Valakut. And your armor yeah, ascension. Yeah, that card's expensive, isn't it? I think it's a few bucks. Yeah, we can we can check real quick. Hang on. Yeah, it's going for about twenty five bucks American right now. Hoofta. That's 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 actually more than I thought it was going to be. I guess it's never been reprinted. I thought it was going to be seventeen. It's a shadow more card. So yeah, I guess they're. Put it in a commander set, Watsy. Yeah, re- do it. Reprint that shit. Like, what's the harm in that? It's not played really anywhere. Just, just, just reprint, reprint like Shadowmore. Just Shadowmore Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I actually forgot until we were just talking about it? Um, I don't remember if it was before the show or on the pre-show or whatever. Um, Chandra's Ignition. Exalted, 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 exalted. Chandra's Ignition. Everybody and every creature take 20. It is eat shit. That would be a good one, too. Yeah. I, uh, I don't mind that one. But uh, I don't know. That's all I had. So do you think it's time then to go into card of the of week? The week. <laughs> yeah, I thought um, I thought originally to say Furnace of Wrath and like don't be a wussy and play it. But <laughs> then I realized I was thinking of Pandemonium, which not is the same card. which is like a a Warstorm Surge for everybody, and that's the the card that makes me feel tough. <laughs> is Pandemonium <laughs> not not Furnace of Wrath? So I don't know. What do you think for today? Okay, we talked about this one a little bit at length, we'll say. Let's say Dragon Breath. Dude. It's red one for an aura enchantment. Enchant creature, enchanted creature has haste. Red, it's fire breathing for red. When a creature with converted mana costs six or greater enters play, you can return it from your graveyard attached to that creature. So you play it. Once you've played it, you kind of set it and forget it. Don't forget it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, set it and don't forget it. Do the opposite. And it just comes back every turn. So it's not like you're out a card if somebody kills the creature that it's attached to. I got this. I got this. Cycle of the week. The dragon enchantment cycle from Scourge originally. uh, Reprinted in Arch Enemy and reprinted in Battle Bond? Yeah. Don't care. Get the Scourge ones. Get your foils. 25 cents. It's 25 cents for a real one. So that's like four Canadian dollars or it's a buck. 
American or two bucks Canadian if you want to foil one. So there's no reason to play a non-foil Dragon Breath. Buy buy one of each color. Spend ten bucks. Like maybe skip out on like a couple Starbucks or something. I don't know. It's like one coffee. It's one large coffee. Yeah, get your dragons cycles. I used to play this card in uh, Rorik's Bladewing, which is redundant because he already has haste. But um, but the dragon, the the fire breathing is not negligible. Yeah, well, it was like a big red mana deck, right? So I drop my commandy for six, and I automatically get the dragon's breath back, and I have like eighteen mana left over. So I just pump it all in and give him plus eighteen plus zero. He's already got six power, so he's like swinging for twenty four. Dig it. Yeah, that was that was a cool deck. I had to take it apart though. I had too many sweet altars that I wanted in other places. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, milk list. Everybody loves the milk list. Okay, milk list for any new members of CCO Nation. We've got uh, we've got some new listeners, I guess. Right. Thanks for being here. Yeah, very much so. The milk list is a list of cards by converted mana cost from zero all the way up to fifteen. In this case of the most popular card in the color combination that we're talking about. So today, white, green, red, or Naya, or as the kids say, one-dimensional face beating. It'll turn your one-dimensional face into a fish-shaped dimension. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so the most... I have to tell this story. Oh, God, what? No, it, it's fists, dimensions, one thing. What? I went, I went Do to not a, Google I went this. To, I went to a Nine Inch Nails concert, still isn't any better, and in the bathroom, they had these screens set up. And I don't know why they were in the bathroom. They were around the building, too. But the one that I saw it on the bathroom, and it was like one of those, like, the wave equalizer. And it was like a, like a long line. And there was like a bass hum going through. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then every so often, it would go, bah. And the equalizer thing would turn into a finger that would go down and, like, touch the bottom of the screen. It was really cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll never forget that. Unless I was super hammered and made it up. But I don't think... I was. I don't know. Was it like, was it pointing to like, makes you wash your hands or flush the urinal or something? Maybe. Maybe that's why they were doing that. It was really cool in any case. I don't know how they did it. It was magic. Yeah, the future is now. Yeah, it is cool though. Okay, anyway. Milk list. Milk list. Most popular zero drop in face beating colors. Let me guess. Ever flowing chalice. No, not even on the list, dude. Oh, shit. Mana crypt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're not playing it. Yeah, no, we're not. Now, the one drop slot we do... The top three. Because it's always Sol Ring. It's always Sol Ring, yeah. And it's Sol Ring this time, which we're playing. Now, Swords to Plowshares. No. No, I'm not playing it. No removal in this deck because I'm a scrub. <laughs> Get this. Kinjali's Collar is the uh, the dinosaur tutoring one. Ah, because Naya is the dinosaur's color. Yeah. So we're going to see a warping of the milk list. We're not playing Kinjali's Collar either. Yeah, this is sour dinosaur milk. Uh, Celestia Signet is the, is the first two drop. We are playing that one. Yeah, we are. Cultivate. We're playing that too. Yeah, I was going to say, shit, I should have mixed it up with Kadama's Reach, but yep. that's the next one. Just played the other one, yeah. Yeah. Ripjaw Raptor at four. Nope. Mirari's Wake at five. No. That'd be fine in this deck because we got to, yeah. Makes your guy bigger, makes your mana tap for more. Yep. Atali at six. Nope. Good backup commander, maybe. Oh, you could just play Atali. He's just good. Yeah. Like uh, your guy last week, what, what is it? Uh, the blue one? Nezahal. Nezahal, yep. Yeah, yeah. Verdant Sun's Avatar at seven. Nope, man, the the dinosaurs are totally warping this milk list. Yeah, dinosaurs wow, are it. Way to go, everybody. Dinosaurs are it. Waking Sun's avatar at the next one. <laughs> Zakama at nine. <laughs> no and no. Kozluk uh, at 10. Nope. World Spine Worm at 11. Nope. He's, I'm going to call him an honorary dinosaur just because I know you hate him. <laughs> 12 is Galta. Nope. 13, Emmercool. Nope. 14, a Tokthon dinosaur. 
God. I mean, sorry, 15. Some asshole has planned that. There's red in the deck. Just play something else. So we got like three milk Just play Earthquake. Just play something else. Why are you playing a Tarkthon worm? What's wrong with you? Earthquake would be good because it doesn't hit our commander. They're out there. They're listening, laughing their asses off with their headphones in. They're going, I play a Tarkthon worm and it's so good. No, it's not. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to me. Um, Arc of audience, revenge of the audience. We're going to get in a Tarkthon worm list. Oh, God. Yeah, I want that. It's like the audience is getting revenge on its evil dictator, King Brando. God. They're going to dink you to death with the Tarkthons. This is so terrible. Final section of the day. I hate that. This will make you feel better. Okay. Spice calculator. I do love the spice calculator. So 34 lists on EDHREC.com. She is the lowest. She's actually so low in the list of commanders. She's underneath an old legends guy. She's underneath an enchantment. No, it's not an enchantment. It's another creature that isn't even really a commander. An unofficial commander in Tamanoa. And it's underneath like two of those shitty guys that are basically just vanilla creatures for a hundred. <laughs> That's how unpopular Palladia is. 14th out of Naya commanders. Yeah. It's her, then her old version, and then all of the shitty commander pairs that nobody plays. Yeah. Jesus. Get this. Average CMC, exactly 3.50. Nice. That's like exactly where, That's we, where we say casual commander lives, as it you say, right? Sure does. I'm not playing any tutors in this list. Excellent. We could be. You always get one. We could be playing one, uh, but we're not. And because we're not, and we're playing some jankier mana rocks and stuff, uniqueness rating. This is cards different than the average or the stock front page for Palladia on EDHRec.com. Right. 44 different cards in our list. That is excellent. Yeah, not dinosaur, not dragon tribal. Excellent. I like that. 44 different. You punch it all in. Spice rating, 64. Badass, dude. That's awesome. That's where above 60. And the only caveat to the 64 is it's a trick deck. So it'll be 64 the first time you play it. And then it won't be very spicy until you like switch it up so you can change the trick a little bit to yeah. trick somebody in a like a little bit di- different way. Yeah, then you got to turn it into like Rith the Awakener. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> he loves that deck. Uh, yeah, I I like that. It's I used to have deck. I used to have a Rith deck. Yeah. Makes lots of tokens, right? Yeah. It's great it's, with Elish Norn. Get smashed by goblins. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. That's it. Um, that's the deck. That's the arc. That Ooh. is the. We Ooh. should announce. We got a thing. We do have a thing. Dude. We almost forgot to give away our deck. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Oh, that would have been embarrassing. You were, you were pumping it up all like last week. Like, oh, we're going to give it away. We're going to give it away. We even given it away when I said we would at the end of the episode. Because we literally forgot. Yeah, usually I like to give them away in the middle to make sure that people are listening. But uh, we're just going to do what we said we we're going to do this time. Hey, this is the middle of um, CCO this week because we got a whole nother show tomorrow. Yeah, we do. That's that's giveaway-ception. <laughs> that's what that is. I just nestled it right in there. It's like two people in the same sleeping bag. Goodness sakes. Okay, so um, it, what was it? It was a uh, like or follow on Facebook. It was a Twitter follow, a comment, a dirty deed done to the like button on YouTube. Yeah, F that like button. I hate that thing. Or a comment on a YouTube video. Put it all together. Geo Oliveri. That's a neat name. Do the horn. That's not the horn. Let me try again. I can't believe you're soundboarding me. 
I'll take that. Yeah, that's Kermit the Frog. I'll take it. Now, let's do that one. Let's go with that one. Okay, perfect. So Gio Alaveri, get after us on, I guess, email. Send, send us an email. Come yep. out at gmail.com. Yep, or you can get after us, CCO Podcast, CCO Brando on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll get the deck sent off to you. Yes, we have to, I guess, finish building it. <laughs> yes, congratulations to you, Gio, and uh, to everybody else. Thank you for playing, and we'll be back next arc with a new super exciting giveaway. Oh, I want. can we tease something? We sure can. We can tease something. Now, um, a little while back, we said we're going to do a deck giveaway every arc. We did. And we've been doing that. We have. We had a slightly different idea for the next arc. And this is a good one. The arc of audience always feels a little bit special. It's 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 kind of like our way to give back a little bit, right? We yeah. we can review people's decks, we can give them some insight, we can call them a dirty asshole on on air because they're playing something that maybe like Jesse would play. Yeah. And uh, we are planning something just a little bit different. Yeah, we're figure we're in the trenches with you guys for the next few weeks. We're going to be down there, like doing your decks, doing what you guys want us to talk about. And we're gonna, I think this is this one's going to get people. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to tell you guys about it next week. I'm ex- This is what I'm going to say. This is just going to maybe build it a little bit more. I'm excited to hold next arc's prize in my hands. Yes. I'm excited to, to, to know, to, 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 to do it. Yes. To, like, I'm legitimately, yeah. I'm excited to do this. Yeah, to have the prize and then to give it, it's going to be cool. I, this is big time, I think. This is going to be our, this is my favorite one. Really? Already? I, I think this is my favorite prize we've ever given away. We talked lots about it. We've given it lots of thought and we've maybe Maybe people cool. like it. Maybe, maybe man, maybe we're, like it. we're talking about it. Maybe we just keep doing it. I don't know. Maybe if people hate it, then we won't do it anymore. Well, here's hoping that nobody hates it. I this think that they're going to like it. Nah, people are going to like this one. I so like we're, it. Like, everybody's all like, God damn it, you guys just tell us what it is. But we can't. We're going to tell you next week on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song. Ooh.